0: My name is Chris Miller. My name is Paul Anderson.
3: My name is Mark Boyd. Hello. My name is Derek Combs and I listen to the Blue Army podcast.
0: My name is Maddie Robson, and you're listening to the Blue Army Podcast. <laughs>
3: How's it gone? And welcome back to the Blue Army Podcast. This isn't really an official episode, this is an apology. Uh, there won't be a proper episode this week of the Blue Army Podcast. Unfortunately, I am myself am making the transition between jobs and my work schedule has just been a bit too much all over the place to sync up with anybody else's work schedule, so we haven't really been able to put together a decent uh, amount of content for you guys to enjoy, but I thought I would do a little bit of an update. As far as the Blue Army podcast is concerned, we're sitting on our 73rd episode. Next week's episode will be officially 74, which means we're getting closer and closer to episode 100. And the big idea for episode 100 is that we're going to try and do a live show and in order for us to be able to do a live show it would probably be uh, a good idea to give you guys a bit of a warning in advance so you guys can organise book night off and maybe buy a ticket and come on down to the event so uh, we'll have to get that organised and figure out exactly when the week episode 100 is going to happen and I think... It's going to be one of those kind of cheeky episodes where uh, if you're not there... We're not going to record it, so you're going to miss out and you're not going to get to hear episode 100. So if you're a Blue Army podcast enthusiast, you'll have to get tickets and you'll have to go to the Blue Army podcast live episode to be able to say you've listened to every single episode of the Blue Army podcast. Now, if you have listened to every single episode of the Blue Army podcast, then this will be a little bit reminiscent for you, a little bit nostalgic for you that it's only me uh, doing an episode today or I don't know what we're going to call this just sort of like a voice note yeah we'll call it a glorified a glorified voice note is what you're getting today unfortunately but yeah this is what it used to be like back in the day I would sit at the kitchen table with nothing but my mobile phone and the bed sheet over my head to try and stop any too much echoey noises. And uh, literally just speak into my phone using the Podbeam app. It was a great way to get started. If anybody wants to start your own podcast, that's a great way to go about it. Just using the Podbeam app on your phone and just doing, you know, it might not be the best of quality, but getting into the routine of making something and just keeping your creative juices flowing. It's a lot of fun. And talking about keeping your creative juices flowing, a tradition that we've had here on the Blue Army podcast since episode one. Is of course the Blue Army podcast joke of the week.
2: Is he having a laugh?
3: I think he's trying to. It's the Blue Army podcast joke of the week. I thought you bet you thought you were going to get away with it this week, didn't you? Bet you thought he's on his own this week. He won't bother. He won't bother. We won't. We won't need a joke of the week this week. Well. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Joke of the Week enthusiasts. Don't worry about it, because I have found a joke, and I'll even do Will's bit for him. Why did the doctor get mad?
0: I don't know. Why did the doctor
3: get mad? That was Will, obviously. <clears throat> because he was losing his patience. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Very much. But yeah, this week has just been a little bit too difficult for us to, to get the band back together, uh, to get everyone's schedule to link up. And also, you know, it is the summer, um, but we have been looking at the schedule for the next couple of weeks. And obviously, Carlisle's first game of the season, it's not that far away, you know, its, it's, it's at the time of recording, it's only 31 days away the fixture against crawley being our first fixture with the season happening on july let me just have another check here it's happening on july the 30th three o'clock at Burton park so get yourself down there for that one that's going to be a great occasion a big season opener obviously the season's starting a little bit early because uh I don't know for our league, to be honest. Are we going to have a winter break at League 2 level? Maybe I should have done a bit of research before I started spouting my mouth off about that one. But it's going to be a bit of a different footballing season next season. And it might leave its mark on the English game because if people decide they quite like having that winter break, it might... Hang around, and um, you know we don't want to be the only country in Europe that doesn't have a winter break. If all the other teams are doing that, and you know it's going to reflect how your international team can play, and it reflects how your your teams perform in the Champions League. So, if other teams are having a winter break, then maybe that's an unfair advantage, and things will start changing. But the World Cup is happening next winter, or this coming winter, the World Cup will be happening, and and that's kind of why we started the uh, the fixtures a little bit earlier this year even though normally international fixtures don't affect football at our level but again i haven't done the research so uh, we'll just look into that when the time comes now there's a little bit of news that did spark my interest on the rumor mill pages that i just wanted to uh, i found quite entertaining to be completely honest now don't get me wrong i am a big fan of johnny mellish I like Johnny Mellish. I think he's a really good footballer. Um, There's been rumours going round across the rumour pages and uh, some people take them with a pinch of salt and some people take them really seriously. And uh, I think this one really, really isn't to be taken seriously. And it has since been sort of shown to be just a bit of a clickbait site, to be completely honest. So there's a rumour going around that Bolton Wanderers were interested in signing John Mellish. And the rumoured value of the transfer was a quarter of a million pounds. Now, not being disrespectful to John Mellish, I think he's a fantastic footballer, but he's... Heart sometimes outweighs his ability. You know, it's it is 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 up for every single game. His effort is normally a ten out of ten every single game, but he doesn't always have a great game. Um, but he's always trying. Um, a quarter of a million pound price tag for a Johnny Mellish, a player that hasn't had a position on the pitch for three years now, like a consistent position on the pitch like if you were going to sign Johnny Mellish you would need to know where you're going to put him Like and then then you put a value on him in that position so you'd say Johnny Mellish as a centre back is worth this much but Johnny Mellish as a striker is maybe worth this much it's weird you know Um, and I just That whole Rumour Mill site has been rummished. There was a lot of rumours that were posted on the Carlisle social media pages from that website that were just absolutely farcical and ridiculous. And obviously a lot of Carlisle fans soon calmed down once they saw that the Rumour Mill site was just a little bit of, well, a piss take to be completely honest, wasn't it? Um, pre-season is on the way pre-season training has already started we've missed some of the transfers normally this happens all the time doesn't it with the Blue Army podcast we post an episode and the next day there's a load of news and uh, you know we're late to the party but we did actually cover a little bit of the news you know we were looking at the rumour mill pages and we did speak about Ryan Edmondson and we did speak about Sonny Hilton and both of those lads have signed with Carlisle United now Sonny has signed on loan until the end of the season. But Ryan was released by Leeds and allowed to sign a two-year contract with the Cumbrians. And uh, me, Liam Denwood and Wills did have an opportunity to talk about uh, these two signings, sort of, even though they weren't officially done. So I feel like we did a pretty good job of covering them. But what we'll end up doing as we've got three episodes now before the season starts, before we've actually got football to be talking about again. So we've got like three more episodes now. So in one of those three episodes before the season starts, we'll do a bit of a squad depth analysis and we'll go through every position and we'll talk about every single player on the books and you know we'll try and guess what formation and what line-up we're going to be going for. Now, with these two signings that Simo have made, um, if 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 the rumours are to be, to be believed about Sonny... He can play anywhere along the front three, and he can also fall into the midfield, uh, scoring goals from the central midfield position. Ryan Edmondson is six foot two, strong, quick, and a uh, similar similar frame to the typical target man striker these days. Your Harry Kane type, even oh, though Harry Kane's probably more of a complete forward, but. He knows his job very well on the pitch, from what I've heard. And it's, it's it looks like Simo, to me, is putting together a 4 That's the way it's looking to me right now. I'm thinking we're going to see Gibbo and Dickinson uh, on the attacking flanks of a front three, next season and Hilton's there to be in that mix and Edmondson's there to be in the middle of the park and him and Dennis will probably fight for that central position and then you've got Patrick who's more than capable of playing anywhere across the front three similar to Sonny and um we're we're starting to have a bit of squad depth now. There's lots of options for Simo to go with. You know, we we don't just need to stay with a four-three-three. I'm sure there's different ways we can play with one up front and five in the midfield. And when we attack, we attack with power, force, and and some fluidity. And we're shaping up quite nicely next season. Someone else who's still training with the Cumbrians but hasn't yet signed a deal is, of course, Jamie Devitt. Big, big. Big favourite with the Cumbrian faithful. Just get him signed up, I reckon. Just get him signed up. I mean, you, you see these players, these, and it's, it's not a luxury player. That's the wrong name for him. It's not a luxury player. It's a, it's a changing room player. It's a personality. It's somebody that can uh, say something. And really get behind, get the team going maybe. You know, he's got the experience and he does have a bit of quality to him. So you can imagine him still playing Johnson's paint trophy. You can imagine him uh, coming off the bench if we need a bit of fire in the belly. You know, and it's a nil-nil and nothing's really happening. And he, he can pick the ball up in the in the midfield and really drive the team forward. But I think his most valuable asset right now is his leadership and If he's not going to be playing week in, week out, then you can't really offer him the armband. And if he's going to be a big part of the changing room, then there he is, he's your vice-captain, naturally. And uh, similar to that Kevin Elson sort of vibe, you know, with Newport, he was just sat on the bench for most of the last season. I feel like there was things going round when we played Newport that it was a big surprise that he was even on the bench at that stage. So, you know, these guys, they come... It can come in and out of the team. He is a little bit injury-prone at the moment, and that's why I'm not saying get him in the first team, get him going, because I think Simo even knows like that's that's kind of his benchmark. Jamie Devitt's like, when you bring lads in on trial, if you're not doing better than Jamie Devitt, then what's the point in bringing you in, especially if you play in a central midfield position or an attacking front free position? Like If you're not doing better than him during pre-season training... Then we're not going to sign you up because you're not adding the quality to the team. Uh, do you hear about that thing about Simo letting the lad go after two days of a trial as well? It does sound harsh, but I do like Simo being cutthroat. Like he's not hanging around, he's he's not messing around. And uh, if anything, that'll probably have really help him get some respect and get some control in the changing room because you know it shows you if you're not willing to be at a certain standard you're gone pal see you later there won't be a second chance for you and uh, I mean it's been evident hasn't it it's been evident um, some other news that we covered last week was the fact that Carlisle were going to be playing in the Carbro Cup but the fixtures hadn't been announced yet and neither had the Premier League partner for the Papa John's Trophy the Premier League partner for the Papa John's Trophy is Manchester United under 23s so I assume that they've accepted their invitation to go and play in the Papa John's Trophy. And, you know, th- those connections might help us next season when it, when it comes to, you know, just, just shaking hands with the under-23s coach and seeing what talent he's got and just starting that conversation because we used to be able to bring in lads on loan from Man United and now it seems like those lads are going on loan to Morecambe instead. So, um we we need to reopen these doors a little bit, you know. We I do feel a bit exiled after the last couple of years. The loan deals have been more and more random, you know, bringing people in from West Brom and then Southampton, and the, we used to bring lads in from Man United and Liverpool, but in, you know, it's the the recruitment's been a little bit. Silly, I don't, I don't know. If silly is the right word for it, but Leeds makes sense, you know. Bringing lads in on loan from Leeds makes sense for Carlisle. Manchester makes sense. It's a bit weird that we're bringing in people from like West Brom or somewhere like that, like we were last season. We played like Owen oh, Windsor, but there is a big rumour going round that uh, Danny, Daniel Simiu might be coming back to Brunton Park on loan i I do find it hard to believe I do find it hard to believe he's when I mean, we saw how incredible he was once he hit the ground you know once he had a couple of games under his belt and and had a bit of a shake i guess and woke up to the uh, the difficulties of league two football the physicality of it he was up for it once he realized you could he, how how to throw his weight around it almost took him a couple of games to realize he was strong you know it's like you've been in the gym at a Premier League club for months. Of years in fact and you've made yourself big and strong but you've never had to actually physically push another adult on the football pitch because it's just under 23's football or it's just training so it's not as physical and then when you get to this division and people are putting their hands all over you you don't like it but then you realise you can put your hands all over them push them around a little bit and then maybe you start enjoying the physicality of the football because I mean the the lad's dominant isn't he so once he realised he could be dominant he probably started enjoying himself a bit didn't he um, you know, B- Billy Big Bollocks and all that. But yeah, I'd like to see him come back. I really would. Do I think it's the best thing for him in his career? Not necessarily. I feel like he should be going for a six month loan at a League One level and then pushing on for the second half of that season to be in a relegation fighting at a Championship team whose defence is quite leaky. He'll get a couple of games, to- he'll get at least an opportunity to play at that Championship level if he joins the right club. At the right time of their season. And in terms of his development, that's probably the best thing for him. But in terms of Carlisle United, it'd be fantastic to have it back. It really would be. It'd be fantastic to have him back. Now, I'm just quickly glancing over some of the news that has came out today about Carlisle United. This a goal video compilation for Sonny Hilton. So, if you like watching reserve team football, give that a click. Otherwise, not necessarily... Uh, of too much interest, watch this, Rod McDonald signed for League 2 rivals, so we'll be seeing him back next season, so that's absolutely fine, um, that isn't a position we've covered yet, is it, we haven't signed any centre-backs up to sort of cover, cover the loss of Rod or Simu, so I'm sure Simo's got something off his sleeve, there was an interview with Simo quite recently, actually, uh, where he was, Talking about recruitment, and maybe it hasn't been happening quite as fast as he liked it to be happening up until this point. But I mean, we, we've also seen plenty of pictures and evidence that there are plenty of players training with Carlisle United right now, so there's lots of lads in on trial and nobody really seems to know who they are that doesn't mean to say that they're not great i mean one of my favorite players of all time simon hackney i didn't have a clue who he was at the pre-season game he played against middlesbrough uh, but god he was lightning on the pitch i think i've spoken about this a few times before and you know right there he was probably the most exciting player i've ever seen uh, in, in in the flesh at that age you know and uh, i went on to be a big fan of his where he came in on trial and obviously was signed up after a successful trial spell from non league side Woodley Sports. I wonder if they exist still. That's not very optimistic Liam they probably still exist after all it's a football team. Um yeah yeah I think I don't I don't think I've got much more to talk about to be honest. Uh I do apologize for this little bit of vo- of a voice note episode. I'm not going to count it as an official episode. Um Going into next season, obviously, we've got a couple of features, like the Joke of the Week we do, Carly United on this day, we'll go back to doing the birthdays. I, mean, I am thinking about risking the Joke of the Week and putting it on a, uh, a poll and just asking people whether or not it's a good idea to keep it or get rid of the Joke of the Week for next season. Er... Uh, eh, we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out. We're going to sign off with, uh, I mean, the main reason I wanted to do an episode today is just to give my mate's song another plug. Uh, obviously, he's called, Matt nah, Dempsey, uh, N-A-T Dempsey, just like Kyle Dempsey, not related, unfortunately, to the footballer, but it's a great song. It's called Run and Hide. It's available on his Spotify, his iTunes. I'm sure there'll be an EP or something coming out soon. Incredibly talented local musician. I think when we get to episode 100 of the Blue Army podcast, I'd love to invite him along to do a bit of a warm-up set for all you lovely people. Um, just make the evening a bit more of a well-rounded events. Now it's time for Carlisle United on this day. And on this day, the twenty-ninth of June in two thousand and six Former youth trainee Neil MacDonald was unveiled as first team manager just in time for pre-season training. The former Newcastle Everton and Oldham favourite promised attract- attractive football and hard work from his team as he embarked on his first job as the man in the hot seat. He said this will be a steep learning curve. But it's a challenge that I'm looking forward to. The club has enjoyed a run of success and it's important that it comes to move forward. It's good for me that pre-season is so close because I need to get to know the players as quickly as possible so that we can start to prepare for what will be a very difficult season in League 1. Let's hope we get back to League 1. Uh, this season, of course, like I've already said, the season kicks off in 31 days' time at Brunton Park at 3 o'clock against Crawley Town. Uh, thank you so much for listening, downloading, subscribing. Don't forget to like and follow. All those beautiful things, guys. There's literally like 4,000 of you that download this podcast every single week and there's about 8 or 9% of that audience actually follow. <laughs> um, I'm not complaining. Thank you very much for actually downloading and stuff, but it does actually really, really affect where we lie on certain charts and how easily discovered we are to new listeners and things like that. So if you could just click on those little buttons that that will give you a subscription, give you a follow. It's not like you're gonna get loads of push notifications all the time or anything like that. It just means that we're easier to find. For people that want to find Carla United based content and as you're a part of that Carla United family Let's make more people a part of that Carly United family and make it easier for them. And also, I would really, really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much for downloading this episode of the Blue Army Podcast, the first ever unofficial episode. I have been your host, Skelly. And like I mentioned earlier, the song you're about to hear is Run and Hide by the very talented Nat Dempsey. And there's only one thing left for me to do right now, and that's to say... Bye for now. Bye-bye.
2: Checking out yourself. Calculus when it's hard to breathe. Kicking myself or making myself sleep. It's all over in a heartbeat. Waking up to wood and dust and a newfound feeling. I'm a spouse. Been like those gods you talked about. I'm someone in my Oh, you my mate Even though you can't read this I'll count to eight It's sci-fi What goes on in my mind So much so It's no longer A means of escape Maybe I'm just one of many Waiting to injure the shambles Until it inflows Anything goes in my new. Light the fire. Whatever light might gleam in your eyes.